Welcome to People with Purpose. So many people are looking for meaning, but they don't know where to start. Imagine a world where everyone could just get their purpose out of them and then actually make it happen. I'm David Roberts, and I believe that we all have a purpose, and with focus and a little help, people with purpose make a difference. And this show is where these stories come to life. Hello, hello, and welcome to People with Purpose. Uh, Today, I'm going to talk about motivation. So what is motivation? Well, motivation, on a very basic level, uh, you could describe as the reason why we care about something, whether that be a task or a project or uh, one of our values that we hold dear. It's kind of motivation. It's kind of like the fuel in a car or the charge in a battery, you know, that kind of reason that kind of brings energy. And in our personal lives or in our working lives, we might use motivation as a kind of a energizer or as a goal to aim for. And when motivation suddenly seems to kind of like dissipate, it might feel like you're, uh, yeah, in a car that's running out of petrol, running out of diesel. Um, or I don't know if you've ever been on a situation where you've, you've been playing uh, with those, um, those motorised boats that you might get on, um, on, uh, in, in amusement arcades and, or air hockey, you know, air hockey. And, and you feel you put your money in, you play your game and everything's going great and then you feel the energy go towards the end of the game and it doesn't last for long, but you definitely get that sense that that energy is kind of falling away. The air is no longer coming through and pushing the puck around the table or the boat's no longer zooming around the little uh, harbour in the amusement uh, area um, and that energy is just just dissipating. So when you when you lose your motivation, it might feel a little bit like that and we we do rely on motivation to drive our activity levels our productivity and and to help us to get things done and there's a big debate about whether it's motivation or discipline that's the key thing now in reality you probably need a bit a bit of both but today i'm going to talk about motivation Uh, you know and and so, so so why is that i suppose it's important to understand it and people talk about intrinsic or extrinsic motivators you know those intrinsic motivators uh, you know being motivated by things like being the best version of yourself or power or for fear or a desire to work towards a specific change you know but it's come from within and then there's um extrinsic motivators that are about recognition from other people you know that come from uh, small achievements that push you towards your your goals that that other people can recognize you know that external validation that sense of belonging yeah that com- competition with others maybe the motivation it's a funny old game you know there might there might be lots of different sources of it um people kind of f- claim to be motivated by money they claim not to be motivated by money um by happiness by family, by wanting to be famous, by their passions, by love, and quite often by uh, necessity. They say that necessity is the mother of invention. 
Is that the phrase? I think it is. Necessity is the mother of invention. That definitely rings a bell. So there's a sense of motivation there, of energy that comes from necessity. You know, you, you have to do it. And I guess there might be times when it feels like nothing's motivating you and you're feeling stuck. You know, you, you can't have those days where it's difficult to get out of bed. Um, the energy isn't there. The motivation isn't there. Um, and yeah, that long step from the bed to the floor can seem like, you know, the, 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 the longest journey ever been taken by mankind, the biggest hill to climb, and you've just got to get from your bed to the bathroom. And those periods can come with low emotional charge, feelings of low self-worth, judgment, boredom, that kind of thing. It's weird how motivation can come and go. And it happens to everybody. You know, here's me all kind of uh, supercharged and up for it and doing podcast episodes and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, there are, there are times more regularly than I would care to mention that, that the motivation to, to get up and to carry on, um, it sometimes seems hard to find. And it's a very, very human, very, very human trait to get those bursts of, of motivation, those bursts of energy, and also those you know, almost complementary periods of a lower level of energy, emotional charge, feelings of boredom. And you know, when you look at the sort of psychological theories around things like motivation and personality and all that kind of stuff, there are clues about motivation dotted around those theories. And in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, there's definitely clues in there. And the um, personality theories of uh, Carl Jung, and there's the Enneagrams, uh, the nine personality types, and both the positive motivators and then perhaps the kind of perhaps slightly more negative um, motivators, i.e. the things that people might fear, for example, uh, that fall out of those theories. I mean, look them up. Um, look them up on Wikipedia, um, but uh, other information sources are available. Uh, and um, it, actually, if I were you, I'd read the book um, on Enneagrams in particular. In fact, maybe I'll stick that in the show notes. But anyway, from these theories, motivation seems to kind of centre itself around three key areas that human beings are driven by. And one of those is achievement. And another one is growth. And the third one is relationships. So you know, from a relationship point of view, there's that whole thing about wanting to uh, protect others, have stability in relationships. There's that whole thing about belonging and having fulfilling relationships and, and then getting recognition from others, respect, social standing. That's the kind of relationship thing. And then achievement, that can be about knowledge and expertise. That can be about uh, the acquisition of materials, uh, material things, money, and living standards. And then there's the 
achievement from the point of view of power or influence or control. And then growth, there's um, what can you create? There's the ability to be free or the desire or search for, for meaning, um, which kind of what this podcast is, is, a, is a bit about. So maybe that's a motivator for me uh, and, uh, and perhaps for, for some of you as well. So they're the three key areas, achievement, growth, and relationships. Um, and these motivators apply equally out of work um, and in work as well. You know, So they're all really key parts of life. And so when it's something as important as motivation, then why do we sometimes struggle with it? Why do we sometimes get those days where we, where we just can't be bothered and the motivation is hard to come by? Well, the reason for that uh, can sometimes be for, well, a couple of reasons. I mean, there can uh, be times where you're going through personal challenges and you might then lose sight of your long-term goals. Um, that might be a good reason for it. And there might be other times when uh, you might not really know what's going on and why you don't feel as motivated as you once did. Now, a bit of a health warning here. If you are feeling um, demotivated um, and it's something that's been happening for a while, then there is the potential that you might need some some help, professional help. Um, but I'll, you know, I'll just leave that thought thought there and let's just go through... I suppose the three key things that can result in a, lo a loss of, of motivation. The first one is overwhelm. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, responsible for lots of stuff, or there's a really significant thing that you're trying to achieve, and it's tough, you're feeling overwhelmed by it, happens a lot. And if you are feeling overwhelmed, then it might really, really help you to approach the situation and yourself with patience. You know, give yourself a break. Empathise with yourself. You know, if you're feeling pressured, then taking some action might help. You know, moving from being frozen to doing something. Really understanding what the key priority thing to do is and doing that. Or actually, if you're feeling overwhelmed, sometimes the opposite might be required. Sometimes you might just need to take a break. So tune in. If it's overwhelmed, tune in to what's going to help you to move through this feeling of a lack of motivation. If it's doing something, then do it. If it's taking a break, then take a break. Because if you're feeling overwhelmed, then um, it's crucial. And by the way, if you're feeling overwhelmed, it's probably because you're worrying about lots of things which might happen or might not happen. So if you can actually just focus on the doing of one thing, so what's the one thing, and be really present with that, then um, it's almost impossible then to feel overwhelmed, you know, because if you can just focus on the one thing and be focused fully on doing that, you can't be worrying about the future, yeah? So that might be helpful. And if you are in overwhelm, and if you stay in overwhelm for too long, and potentially the second reason why you might feel demotivated comes into play, which is burnout. Now, basically, burnout is when you're exhausted. It could be emotionally, it could be physically, it could be spiritually exhausted. You know, so you've kind of been pushing it, pushing it, pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. And 
it can happen in a kind of a, a period of a day where you've been working long and hard all day without a break. It can happen in a period of a week and it can happen over a period of months. So um, just be careful about burnout. It's becoming more and more common. So the way people are working, um, uh, work-related stress, that kind of thing um, is potentially on the rise, sadly. So, um, and with a lot of the external environmental pressures, people are feeling a bit overworked and over overwhelmed. And like I said, that's sustained, or if your personal makeup means that you're going to be affected by that, then burnout is a really key risk. So again, keep an eye out for that and um, make sure you look after yourself, take a break, if that's you. And the third reason for feeling unmotivated uh, can actually be um, being a bit depressed. So, um, I mean, again, this is a health warning. Um, I'm not a medical professional or a, psych a psychologist, so uh, I'm not qualified uh, to, um, to, to really give advice on this, but... I don't know if you've ever worked with somebody who has been flying, been focused and been up for it, who then begins to then go quiet, who then begins to perhaps be less present. Um, or again, your intuition tells you that something's not quite right with that person. Well, that could be you if you're feeling unmotivated. You know, it affects one in 20 people, that feeling of, of, of depression at kind of at any one time. And it can be quite mild. Or it could be more serious. So if you're worried that you're struggling with motivation and that could potentially be a sign of um, you feeling um, a bit depressed, then contact somebody, have a conversation with somebody. It's really, really good to talk. So look out for overwhelm, look out for burnout, and look out for depression as potential causes of a lack of motivation. But what I want to talk about now is how you can understand and then fix perhaps a lack of motivation. So one is to be aware of your behavior. Two is to understand your why. Three is to actually do something. Four is to know what your distractions are and reduce them. Five is to work in bite-sized chunks. And six is to be open about it because it's okay to be demotivated sometimes. So six things that you can do to understand and then fix a level of demotivation in your life. So number one is be aware of your behavior. When you're feeling demotivated, what is that for you? Is that like one off? Is that just today or is it a recurring challenge? Right? Off days happen to everybody and probably once a week. Um, but if it's happening more often than that and it's forming more of a pattern, it may be a symptom of something that you need to resolve. So where's it coming from? Are you unhealthily comparing yourself with other people? Um, are you feeling like you've just got to pick up and push on through and you, like I say, suffering from either overwhelm or burnout or feeling a bit um, depressed? So one, be aware of your behavior and be really, really conscious of that. If you need help because it's an ongoing thing, then get some help. If you feel like you're okay, then the second step to understand how you can fix your feeling of being demotivated is to understand your why. Now, just think, how did you become uh, first um, 
motivated to do what it is you're doing right now? You know, what what is it that gives you inspiration in your in your relationship or in your work? Why are you doing it? What's your reason for being? So, you know, we've all got these um, these reasons why we do what we do. Remind yourself why. And it's possible that if you're not feeling as motivated as you once were, that your your drivers have changed. So check in with your why. Check in with what you're doing and how that aligns with your vision for your life, with why it is you do what you do. Have you got goals that are written down? You know, write down your goals. Um, writing things, by the way, is a is a very physical activity that kind of really ties you in. Um, and you, you're more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down than if you don't. That's the first thing. But if you write your goals down and you find that they are not really very closely aligned with what you're currently doing, or they don't really float your boat or turn you on, then maybe you need to find a new why, uh, reconnect with with it, um, or, um, like I say, it could be a clue, actually, again, that there's something more fundamental that's not quite right. So, yeah, understand your why. Write down your goals and then make a commitment. And make that commitment be to do something. And this is step three. So the single best way of um, getting your mojo back and um, getting that motivational energy back. If you're in a car and it's run out of fuel, then the best way to get it going again is to pull into a petrol station and pop some fuel in the tank. So doing something is the best thing to do. You know, if you're looking to rekindle that drive or that motivation, do something. One thing that you need to do towards your goal, or it could be just do something that you haven't done before or um, something that really just gives you enjoyment, that sense of fun, um, something that will help you feel like, like you, you deserve a reward, you know? Yeah, just do something. The easiest way to change a feeling of demotivation is to do something. And part of the reason why I went through steps one, which was to be aware of your behavior, and step two, which is to understand your why, is because, you know, you really just need to make sure that you kind of, there isn't anything more serious to, to resolve before you just do something. Um, check in with yourself first, but then really, seriously, motivation um, is fed by action. Um, and confidence comes from doing things, realizing that you can do them, and then that becoming an energy to do more of it. So genuinely, once you've worked out that your behavior is okay um, and that you're okay and uh, you have got a why that you're connected with or a purpose or a goal, doesn't have to be a big hairy thing or a scary thing even, a hairy and scary, imagine that. doesn't have to be one of those. It can just be a goal, right? Then do something towards it or do something fun for you to energize you to be able to do something towards it. So that's step three, right? Take action. Step number four is to know your distractions. 
So when you're unmotivated or demotivated, you might struggle to get started. Um, and then you might then get distracted really easy, right? So the phone, notifications, all those sorts of things, the fridge, or another glass of water, or I better go to the toilet again, you know? Um, oh, look, there's a bird out the window. Oh, what's that sound? I wonder if that's a helicopter or a train. You know, all these things that can distract you, remove them from your life. Find a way to be disciplined, you know? Choose your environment carefully. Make sure you're putting yourself into an environment where, you know, you're going to be able to be productive. If you need to clear the decks and get everything tidy and clean or whatever, then don't use peak work time to do that. Do that the night before so that when you get up, you can just get going. Yeah. So make sure that there's no distractions and be honest with yourself. Put your phone on silent um, and crack on. And then that's number four. And number five is when you actually get to cracking on, um, break things down into small chunks of time. Um, so there's the Pomodoro technique. So it might be, for example, if you're feeling overwhelmed and that might, that's leading you to feel a bit demotivated, that the task seems too big. Well, that being the case, set yourself a 25-minute timer and just really focus on the task for 25 minutes and then have a five-minute break. Again, you can Google the Pomodoro technique. I mean, it's proven um, in that bit of research that 25-minute chunks of work with short gaps enables great levels of focus and higher levels of achievement. And remember that achievement is one of these key motivators. So break your work down into manageable chunks has a big psychological benefit to motivation. And then step six, just be open about it. Talk about it. We have to talk about these things. You know, if de demotivation is proving a challenge for you, then being honest about it, talking to a friend, talking to a, um, your manager, or talking to your team about the fact that um, motivation can sometimes be hard to come by, can be a really powerful conversation. You know, people assume that the boss is going to be some kind of robot, is, all, is always fully charged, or actually the worst, the opposite which is even worse, you know, assuming that the boss really isn't really doing anything. So for a boss, if you can be, if you're a boss and you can be uh, vulnerable and honest and humble about the fact that sometimes it's hard to maintain a 100% level of motivation all of the time, then you give other people in your team permission to be open about it and to know that it's okay and then to seek help and for it to become a common challenge that we all have, you know, it normalizes it, it makes it acceptable. And it means that we get to look after each other. You know, we get, we learn to accept unproductive periods and we accept that having a few unproductive periods is far better than having people in your team or you yourself feeling that sense of overwhelm, feeling that sense of burnout and potentially depression you know, and feeling unable to step back, take a breath and work together on how best to move things forward towards those goals. 
that balances productivity and good mental well-being. So look, those are six steps. You know, life isn't necessarily about being as uber productive as you possibly can be in every single moment. And that's something that is a note to self as well, actually. You've got to be kind to yourself. Enjoy the breaks. Earn the breaks, yeah, but enjoy them when they come. And it's true, you might not feel motivated all the time. And everyone experiences some form of fluctuation, either on a daily or weekly or quarterly or annually basis, um, in line with their motivation. But understanding your source of motivation and your source of your challenges with motivation and finding those simple tactics to help you to manage your way, navigate through that, can really help to release you to focus on what's most important for you. And if you don't do this, you're running a great risk of overwhelm, burnout, or depression sticking with you and that lack of motivation, given that it's all about you know, those three key areas, you know, growth, achievement, and relationships. You know, I would, I would favor growth, whether it be personal growth, learning, you know, achievement, getting things done, success, reward, and relationships, positive relationships you know, friendships, loved ones, and, and again, that recognition from others. I would far prefer that as a reward for the contribution that I make in the world than that feeling of overwhelm or burnout or depression that so many of us, sadly, accept in one part of life. So don't do that. Instead, be aware of your behaviour understand your why. Then get up and do something. Know your distractions and manage them. Work in manageable, bite-sized blocks of time, chunks, and be open about sometimes you don't feel fully motivated and make sure that it's okay. And above everything else, just remember that taking a break could be the thing that you need to do if you're feeling demotivated right now. And, uh, you know, we're not designed to do all this on our own. We're designed to be part of society and work together. So talking to others, making it okay to talk about how we're feeling is absolutely vital. And, you know, feeling demotivated is horrid. Feeling motivated is essential in helping us to move forwards towards success and achieving our goals and being motivated to be together um, to get things done. So let's be motivated, but let's recognise that it's okay sometimes not to be. Um, and um, that if we are feeling demotivated, it's good to talk about it and nothing to be ashamed of. So remember these six tips and also remember that if you recognize a bit of demotivation yourself at times you've already taken the first step to getting back on track to being motivated both for the benefit of yourself and others once again 
Thanks for listening to People With Purpose. I hope you've enjoyed the show and are enjoying going on this journey. Please remember to like and subscribe and give us a five-star review. Uh, Tell all your friends. And if you're interested in finding out more about any of the things we've covered in this episode of People With Purpose, just get in touch. All the details are in the show notes. Thanks. Bye.